1: Everybody is doing this. Body
2: start to drop. Hey. Hit them. Now they want to know me since I hit the top. Hey. This a rolling, not a stop. Why don't never stop? This a flow that got a black Yeah, yeah, guys. yeah. It is a link Friday edition of the Miller Legends. That's right. L A N K. You better let all the hate. Know that we're on right down the tide. 100.9, 12.30, WTBC for the next hour, and we're taking score predictions at Bama, getting ready to take on the Michigan Wolverines out there in Pasadena, in L.A., on the left coast. We're going to get your score predictions. We're going to get your keys to the game. We're going to have fun. We're going to do all that and a cup of tea. That's right. That's how we roll on this Lake Friday edition the of the Edge, taking your phone calls, 205-342-9904, that's the number for the program. Again, and you know how much we love this, we talk about it every day that we're on air. To download that free app, it's Tide 100.9, absolutely free, to your smartphone or any type of device. You can listen to us there, you can get radio demand, you can put your questions, thoughts, comments on that, and your score predictions. And uh, our good friend, Noah Haynes, who's behind the glass there off Scotland Boulevard, will read those on air. For you, so that's what we got. I a lot of things to get into. Of course, cool. the biggest story that took place yesterday, and I don't know if you follow me on X at Pastor of Pain fifty-seven, which was my New York Giants number. I did a little two and a half minute video, or so before I went and get a little trim up uh, at the Bob shop, you know, Jaylen Merrill spoke with the press. We'll hear some of the things. Uh, matter of fact, Noah, can we do this? I know I'm, I'm getting you right off to get up, but do this for me. Play the soundbite that we have of Jayla Miller. what he said about B.O.B. And I know there's a lot of mixed emotions about B.O.B., but give me that soundbite, what he had to say uh, there in uh, Los Angeles about his relationship, about what was said to him and where he is today.
0: Well, There's why, an ad when yeah. you try to play it, but give us just a second. You're good. Why he does that, hey, just want to remind you about our good friends and our presenter of this show, the Good Feed Store. If you're in any type of pain, foot pain, knee pain, or back pain, go check those guys out at the Good Feet Store in Midtown Village. Again, they've helped me and my dad out tremendously throughout uh, really the course of this year. Once we started using them, they've helped me out with all types of pain, alleviate and eliminate that with those premium art supports. I'm telling you, if you're like me, you like to go to the gym. He's like walking around. Heck, heck, even if you're just going to the grocery store, they're phenomenal. They help you get that proper balance and, again, help eliminate and alleviate that pain. So go check them out. Douglas over there in Midtown Village at the Good Feet store will help you get fitted for those art supports. But you can always go to goodfeet.com to schedule an appointment. Again, that's Good Feet, improving the quality of people's lives two feet at a time. Two feet <coughs> That being said, no, I think you got that clip for us. All my life, even when I was in college. My own offensive coordinator, Bill O'Brien, told me I shouldn't
1: play quarterback. So, you know, there's a lot of things I can, you know, have motivation on, and that is something I have motivation from. What's your reaction to Bill O'Brien telling you that
2: you shouldn't play quarterback?
0: Do you remember how you felt when you said that? How would you feel if I told you you suck? I wouldn't like it. Okay, then. So that's exactly how I felt, you know what I'm saying? So, like, biggest thing for me be true to myself. And you know be, stay the same
1: you know nothing changed about me. The only thing that changed me about was I had the opportunity and I seized it and so uh, for me, you know the biggest thing was just uh, stay true to myself and uh you know add a bigger purpose than anyone's opinion. Is
0: there a position he
1: wanted you to play or said you should be this position or that position or did he just I mean he, he, I mean, he told me a bunch of bits that I could have switched to, but look where I'm at right
2: now, so you know what I'm saying, so who gets the last laugh? Okay. <laughs> I'm laughing. I, I get it. You know, listen, man. Here's my point to this, right? The fact that that was said to him tells you the whole story, right? And my whole point was these things have not just been said by Bill O'Brien, but we've heard numerous callers. We talked to a lot of people, and it's just not on the radio. People got mad about what I said. I don't really care. That's your opinion, but I know what I'm talking about when it comes to this, and I know what people have said. Right. And I had said a large amount of Bama fans felt the same way. And, you know, you can go and say rightfully so, because they had no idea what Jalen Miro was about. So being at practice, you, Christian, myself at times, we understand being in the sideline. And we know how all this stuff works. We've heard this before. This is not foreign. Right. Coach have told players, hey, you need to move. But kudos to Jalen Miro to say, stick it. Right. Stick it. I'm a quarterback. My high school people said it. Now you're saying it. Now, you know what? It's it's this fire. It's fumed. It's gas to the fire, to the torch, if you will. And I'm going to prove it to you that I am a Division I quarterback. Now, being said, dummy, dummy, dumb, Bill O'Brien. Because here's what you have to understand. You have to get out as a coach your own way. You have to get out of your way and say, hey, I have a – how many times have you heard me talk about this, by the way? I have a system in place that I like to run. This is who I am. But I have a quarterback who's uber-talented, but maybe don't fit said system. So therefore, as a smart coach, if I want to be a successful coach, I change the system to fit uber-talented quarterback. Yeah, he's not Bryce Young. He's not Peyton Manning. He's not Tom Brady. He's a totally different version So, Christian, my point is,
0: Bill O'Brien was stupid, bro. He was stupid. Go <laughs> ahead. Oh, I mean, I, I, you can keep going if you want. You seem like you want to get that off your chest. I mean, look, I, this is the same Bill O'Brien who's had, you know, his fair share of things come up when he was with the, you know, Texans, right? You know, when he was, you know, general manager, head coach, <clears throat> whatever, you know, he had multiple roles. You know, there's issues there. So, but let's just be honest. And you said this in your video. Yeah. Um I don't know why people are necessarily, you know, going after Bill O'Brien as if, like, you know, like, was it? Is it disrespectful for a coach to maybe say, "Hey, you should play different"? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you could take Absolutely. it that way. Yeah, but 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 here's the thing, though. I mean, I don't know. How, I wasn't in the room when those conversations were held. I'll tell you right now, Coach Saban recommended me playing some inside linebacker. I mean, was I kind of like, dang, really? What the world? And this was going into my senior year. He, now I wasn't like a full time switch, but he recommended me learning the position. But it is a lot different than this. But what I'm saying is, sometimes coaches do offer some, you know, their their thoughts on maybe a better position for you. And again, that wasn't me. It Was more so that he offered me, you know, he he brought that up because he thought we had a lack of depth in the inside linebacker room, and I was versatile enough to learn that. Totally different. But I say all that to say, I mean. Coach Saban recommended Trayvon Diggs go from wide receiver, which which that's where he started out when he was here at Alabama, and then moved and he converted to cornerback and now he's one of the best in the National Football League. With that being said, depending on how the context was or, or what it was about, yeah, I definitely get you know Jalen Milrow being fired up. But your video, you got a great point. Uh there's also a lot of Fans and a lot of other people that also were saying the same things. Like they were saying the exact same things that Jalen Miller is not a quarterback. We right. had a lot of callers saying that, you know, he should, yeah, he's a great athlete. He's just not a quarterback. You know, he'd be a great running back or a great, you know, you know, almost like, uh, what's his name? Kendrick Law. You know what I'm saying? Like line him up kind of all over the place. People said all types of things. Um, so it's not like unfamiliar, but it is interesting hearing that from, you know, Bill O'Brien. But again, a guy who he, he's, you know, he said some things when he was in the National Football League. It always seems like he's, you know, it's not the first time he's had some controversial kind of come around. With that being said, you know, yeah, I mean, cool. Use it as motivation. I, I, I mean, it, that's that to me sounded like, a Jalen Milrow's response to me, that sounded like he had been not necessarily holding that in, but he had been waiting to kind of get his get back, right? Kind of, and I think now after the SEC Championship game, that performance, earning the, the MVP honor in that game, I think he's throwing to Kind of feel himself and kind of be like, all oh, right, yeah, you know, it started with the Auburn throw, then you had the SEC championship, so now he's really kind of feeling it. So, I like the confidence for sure. My only thing is, I would just be wary of doing a little too much. Sometimes in the media—I'm not saying he is. Don't people don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he is, but the reason I say that is, it's is as fast as they build you up, they'll be even faster to 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 knock you down. So no, I just I would good. I would just urge him, you know, a little caution. Uh, just when it comes to some of this media stuff, because again, the, the, when he's playing well, and I said this early on in the season, when he was struggling, they were, they were knocking him, they're talking about how bad he is, and I said, watch, he's gonna have a good game, and then people are gonna start raving about him. What happened? He played great against Texas AM, he really displayed his arm talent, and everybody, we had people comparing him to Michael Vick. Everybody all of a sudden were, were believers, they said all this, and I, but you remember that conversation? It was off the air, we were on the phone, I said, the only thing I'm concerned about is, People are really starting to pump him up. They're pumping him up, which is great. However, he's human, and it's only natural that he's probably going to have you know a game or two here or there where he kind of. I'm not saying reverse back to what he was playing like before, but you can't be perfect all the time. And then they're going to start tearing him down again. And that's and that happens. So I would just urge caution, just in terms of you know just. I, I understand you. You know you you you're very proud of yourself. You're confident, but just be mindful of how the media can take things. Just how it is now. Now I'm not saying this is a huge distraction, but I mean this is all this is plastered over. I think this is on ESPN this morning, like first take and all type of stuff. Oh, it's
2: everywhere. It's a big topic.
0: Yeah, and you just don't want anything to be taken out, you know, away from like the focus of the game. And again, I know I sound like the old man, and I'm like, oh, there's no fun. You're the politician. Uh,
2: Remember, KJ told you that. Yeah, I I guess
0: I am the politician, but that's just how I think about things. I would just say, you know, just you know, let's 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 focus on this game and, and worry about that. I mean. I know he didn't mean to, but we can also talk about the Isaiah Bond comment. I don't know if saw that No, I know, said, that that yeah, but,
2: no, no, but they are all are the talking. I mean, we're gonna get guys that talk. I, I I don't mind the talking. But all I'm just saying is this. It goes to show you, one, I wanted to be emphatic about the people that are, you know, team Milro Lank like four, let's ride. That's what my end of my conversation was yesterday. A lot of these same folks were saying he's not good enough. He's not able to take us to where we want to go, right? right? And then he continues to prove them wrong. I'm just reminding them again, as you know, I am the ultimate receipt collector. That's right, right? Yep. And I was just saying that we were saying things early on before anybody even remotely said anything positive about Jay Lomero. He can't throw. Remember, they questioned his his his, his mental. Yep. They questioned that he can't read defenses. At the Texas game, it blew up even louder. Then he was bitch even louder. I was just reminding you folks that you know who you are. I'm not saying all, but a lot of folks were not Team Taylor Miro. Y'all were Team Tyler Simpson and Tyler Buckner. But how quickly they forget, based on how things happen and based on what you just said, be careful because as soon as you play bad, they're the first ones to knock you off the hill. They're pushing you, Yep. right? They'll put you up on the hill fast. So, we will knock you off that heel fast. My point is this we've seen something in Dale Mirro and I said repeatedly, you can go listen to anything that I've said. Go to Radio Demand on the tie 100.9 back in August, in September, where I said, give the dude time. Number two is up to Tommy Reese, and I crushed him about not, he was falling into the BOB form. Right, He's falling into that format of, I got a system I want to run, and Jalen Miro can't do it. And I'm going to force him to do it. And it made the whole offense, Jalen Miro and Tommy Reese, look putrid. That's fact. And I was preaching. Put together a system. What the best coaches are able to do is throw away their playbook that they like to do. And when you have said quarterback that does something totally different and can be extremely great and can cause defenses a heck of a lot of problems, now you devise a scheme that fits said quarterback. In this case, it's Jaylen Miro. Yep. I've been preaching that. And for him to say that, I had no idea about the Bob thing. It just goes to show you that college athletes have to deal with this. Now, this is not your situation that, hey, I've been, listen, I played defensive end, right? And I made the Hall of Fame as a defensive end slash linebacker. Now, when I first got here, I was an outside backer, Lee Dunn. You might remember that name, Blitz, 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 Black Magic. I was strictly outside. This Sparky Woods, uh, Joe Martin dies. Sparky Woods comes in. Well, you know, Rick, the defensive coordinator, says, wait, we run this game, and I don't need you to play defensive end. I've never put my hand in the dirt before. So I had to learn how to play with my hand down. But I was the team player. Whatever they need me to do, I'll do. I hated it, but thirty-something years later, I'm in the Hall of Fame in a a long, decade tenure career in the National Football League, and still went and played stand-up linebacker. So I'm just saying these things happen. But when a coach tells you you're not good enough, basically you suck, as he said. You need to find something else. You can't play in my system. It's a confidence killer if you allow it. Oh, for sure. But Lank. Like, but Lank. Like, let all Naysayers know that includes you, Bill O'Brien. And by the way, your quarterbacks suck in the NFL. It yeah, was. Well, so, yeah, I need no, 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 no. I was about to say it ain't just the players. It must be him because Mac Jones is a really good player, and he ruined Mac Jones, and he's ruined Zappy. And so don't tell me about all that. Tom Brady is a transcending generational talent that's smart in his own thing. We've seen he's more of the reason than even the coaches. So what Bill O'Brien said and I shut up about this. <coughs> he ruined it. He's a, he was he made an idiotic statement. I'm not gonna call him an idiot because that's not fair, but he made an idiotic statement that is not true. So does this motivate Jalen Mero? Yes. Does he let this thing fuel him to be successful? Yes. Know who else did that?
0: Jalen Hurts, Lamar,
2: Jackson, many others whom people said, no, 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 you just athletic quarterback. Oh, you just run. And let's just be honest. This whole stigma came with the elephant in the room with black quarterbacks who were athletic before we got to the typical dual threat, threat quarterback. Even before, this was a thing. But nobody likes to talk about it and say it, but this was a thing. And unfortunately, it's still a thing to some people that if you're black and you can run, then you're not so quarterback, you're just an athlete. But now we're saying that in the game, in today's game, I don't care what color you are. If you can't run as a quarterback, you are a sitting target. (laughs) I agree. But these are the things that's been happening. And I just, I'm not afraid to say it because that's truth. That is the truth. And now people are getting more, okay, well, we need that guy. I mean, look, I don't know if you watched the Arizona game, Oklahoma last night. That dude that looked like Kyler Murray, 2.0. When it counted, he got outside and was throwing darts. One of the highest rated completed passes in the country. But can move around. I'm just saying these things are, is what it is. So I get what Jay Mirro, I've been on, I've been driving the bus. I am the captain. I am. (laughs) I'm driving this vessel of Team Jalen Mirro. I don't care what happens to on Monday. He's shown that he can play quarterback at a high level. And to me, I applaud him for doing what he's done when everybody else was against him and everybody thought that he couldn't do it. And all he did was proving them wrong. I don't think he's being cocky. I don't think he's being, I'm thinking about myself more, more highly than I ought to. I don't think he's done that. I just think he's just saying, hey, this motivated me, man. Now y'all talking about me. But before y'all was ready to throw me off the bus, right? Because yeah, so that's all I'm saying.
0: Yeah, no, no. <clears throat> I just was going to go back and just uh, clarify. <clears throat> if Bill O'Brien actually said, you know, word for word, you know, like you suck, right? Then, then oh, yeah, it's totally different, right? But if it was more so like Jalen was almost insinuating that's kind of what he was saying by offering a position change, that was kind of more so where I got my response from. That 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 would be the case. That's where I was kind of playing it that, that way. But if it was an actual, hey, dude, you suck. You're not going to play in my system. You need to play a different position. I totally warrant that that response. And I, I understand completely. Because uh, that's, I mean, think about it, man. As, as an athlete, man, if, if you don't even have the trust uh, of your coaches, your coaches don't have the confidence in you, it's extremely hard, like you said, to have confidence within yourself. And it's, I mean, it's a spit in the face, you know. <laughs> you can go play somewhere and the coordinator basically looks at you and tells you that. I mean, that's that's definitely not a good feeling. So yeah, no, I, I totally get that. But I just wanted to clarify on that because th- th- those are two different things, right? If, if a guy actually looks at you in the face and says, "Hey man, you suck. You're not playing this position," that's one thing. It's totally different if it's just like, "Hey man, I just don't think it's working out right now. This position. Maybe we look at this position." That's a little bit different. But anyway, no, I, I'm, I'm glad we got to talk about that because
2: yeah, that, I that was a people thing. I mean, I know people probably don't agree with me, but. Is pretty fact.
0: What, 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 I mean, I don't know what they wouldn't agree with. I mean, I hate bring the whole race thing, and if I'm being honest, but everything else you said, I mean, I don't know what there is to disagree well, with. The race <laughs> thing is real.
2: I mean, you know, I know people are I'm just, just sick uncomfortable. And tired of it. Well, it just, I know we all are sick and tired of it, but this was a situation just, that's that's that existed, <laughs> and this is a situation that still exists.
0: I mean, but I hate it because a reason I hate, hate it because I'm, I'm saying we have. Bill O'Brien, might, that might not have even crossed his mind. He might have I didn't split. say it
2: was. I was just giving you a generality of that
0: was the But I don't the, like the generalities norm. when it comes to that. Because like, what I'm saying, we're talking about this, though. I'm not talking about norms. I'm talking about Bill O'Brien. It's the
2: norm. You got to bring that up. If you're in a case of law or you're arguing a case, that will be a point that you'd point
0: to. But that's, that's subjective, this? though. That's not subjective. Uh, it's not
2: subjective. Are you kidding me? It's not subjective. Have you watched football in the years past with black quarterbacks? What's I'm not talking about that.
0: I'm that, talking that, about the Bill that, that O'Brien was not comments. The,
2: that was not the mindset. I'm talking That's about the, the Bill O'Brien thing.
0: comments. Did he say anything about race? I'm not, talk- I'm not talking about the Bill O'Brien So race. that would be subjective. That's what I'm talking general, about. I'm talking about, about this right now.
2: And, well, you don't, like, you don't like to deal with adversity. You don't like to deal with these things that are issues. But my point is it has nothing to do with this. But the point is this has been a mindset of a lot of people. And my point is they should change because one, the game has changed. That's why I said you know he's not Tom Brady he's not you know Peyton Manning he's an athlete who can run but even white kids that see today they can move around they can run around they can escape they can extend plays because the game has changed so to get past the whole thing of the stigma it's a stigma
0: I I, I hear what you're saying I understand
2: that I hear what you're saying because you have to be able to change your mindset I know not about race if anything in life if you're not able to change your mindset. To, to change what the times or whatever it is, you can't be successful. Like Nick Saban had to change his mindset. I had to change. We're old school people. You change your mindset.
0: I, I get to that. To
2: adapt but on, and to be successful, regardless of what that situation is.
0: I, I get that. But only thing I would urge you is to consider the fact that, and this is all I'm saying, that sometimes we, we use the race thing so much that we forget. I mean, Terry on Arnold flat out said you wouldn't expect. Lab McConkey to be a, a, a fast wide receiver to take the top off the defense because he's a white guy, and it's like nobody said anything there. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm just saying I'm just sick and tired of just like race this, race that. Man. But but the, but
2: the thing is, he's right because that's what people think. Okay, I mean, so then, how is that okay to make say? It right, but, no, but, but so how is that? So that, but, he so just is that,
0: but I, okay, so if you're saying that's yeah, he's okay wrong and
2: an assumption, but that's that's what I'm saying. That's you making my whole point. No, no, no,
0: I'm not. I'm saying how is that okay to do? How is that okay to bring race in there? But then it's not okay on the flip side. I
2: didn't say well. I'm making a point. I Are mean, you making this about race. <laughs> me me All too. I'm saying with black quarterbacks, <laughs> no, I'm just saying, you go I, back to the Doug Williams. I, even to I, those I, guys, I totally understand that. That I came understand. along with black quarterbacks. And I'm saying a lot of people still think that way. Not people on here. I'm just saying people still think that way and we got to get past it. I'm not saying that's what Bill O'Brien thought. I was just pointing to a point of emphasis that, one, you didn't think most people thought that, well, if you're black, one, you, you can't read defense. That's the number one thing they say. They can't read. What does is, what is that, that do that attack? It attacked the mind. It attacked somebody's uh, acumen. It attacked somebody's smartness. These things happen. And I'm not holding no grudge against that. I'm the last, least racist person. But I'm just making a point, but I'm not afraid to talk about what's real and what's not real. I'm not going to ever run from that. I'm going to be true to myself and always true to the freaking game. I mean, this this is the stuff that's happened. I'm not going. Well, I'm being true that.
0: too by calling out contradictions <laughs> right. that nobody wants to talk about. Well, well but that's I another about topic it, for different day. That's
2: true. That's what people think. <laughs> that's I'm not I'm not I'm not saying that's right either. But that's what they think. That's my point. So you know, we can have it both ways there if you try to play it that way. But the reality is, what's the biggest? the wide receiver for what's been happening for 60, 70 years as a, of a black quarterback. We got to have a break. we way long. 26 past the hour of 11. This is the middle the- Don't we love these big-time quarterbacks? Are you uncomfortable? I'm sorry, but, you know, you always get it from me. I'm not racist, but I ain't afraid to talk about it because I know how to talk about things in love. I wish America can adapt that whole mindset of changing and be able to say we can have some differences, but yet, and be cordial and still talk about it. Isn't that something? You, this this is real. I'm just saying. I've got to hit a break. This is the Tide 100.9. We're the home of Alabama. Christian Tide Sports. Brought to you in part by a good friend at the Feet store. Two feet at a time. As scripture said, Go see Douglas at Midtown Village and his gang. Great people. Try before you buy all that good stuff. And I promise you, if you try, you're going to buy. And you'll think it's right here on the edge. Back in a moment. We'll take your phone calls and your predictions. We'll get out of this. And let's see who you think is going to win this game out there in the Rose Bowl. The granddaddy of the mall back in a moment
1: how would you feel if I told you you suck
2: Barry Buckner
1: for Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. You could see a rain shower or a sprinkle, maybe a flurry today. No impacts expected, topping out around 46. Tonight, mostly cloudy skies with an overnight low of 32. And for your Saturday, clearing during the afternoon after a cloudy start. Today, time high 49. I'm meteorologist Bill Murray on Tide 100.9.
2: It's 44 degrees in
1: Tuscaloosa. I am hanging out. Out. So you don't love him, so trying to love me. back here's a late Friday here
2: on the middles tie 1.9 1230 WTBC uh little score update uh in the bowl games down in Jacksonville uh, Gamecocks playing that game last year against Tyler Buckner another Dame by the way Clemson leads Kentucky an SEC ACC matchup three to nothing in about halfway through the first quarter. So that game is off and running a lot of good games on the slate today. If you're in the mood to watch a lot of good college football, some good, uh, good matchups there. 205 9904 Let's go to the man, the myth, the legend behind the glass. What we got, brother? We, we got some downloads on that tie
0: 100.9. That's right. That's right. We got some people sending us some app messages. Uh, we got first one today from Chris talking about the, uh, Rose Bowl game. He says uh comparison he sees with, uh, uh, I guess, um, Michigan is that they're going to have a Texas A&M defense and a Kentucky offense. So he's going 27-23, roll tide. Yes, sir. Okay. What is it, a Texas A&M offense? No, Texas A&M, A&M defense. defense. I think defense. he's saying like the defensive front of A&M, you know, they kind okay. of similar than, you know, the Kentucky physical running game. Uh that's what he's expecting out of Michigan's offense. Yeah, I mean, that, that makes sense. That's fair. That's a fair comparison if you try to measure them up with somebody.
2: Kentucky offense, mean, they like to run the football. Physical. What we saw at yeah, Alabama physical. really shut down that yeah. running game of Kentucky, except for the 72- or 74-yard run there. And if I believe that might have been the fourth quarter. Other than that, Kentucky got nothing uh, on the ground. So that was uh, a good point. 27, he still expects it to be a good game, which, you know, Michigan's favorite by two, two-and-a-half. Uh, many people think it's gonna be a slobber knocker. I haven't used that word in a long time. You know, defensive struggle uh, between these two teams. But again, the guy we were just talking about, to me, can be and should be the X factor in this ball game. That's Jalen Milrow with uh, having to keep an extra player on that defense in the box to account for, to account for Jalen Milrow and his ability to run the football. And therefore, it opens up now some one on one coverage on the outside with Burton and Isaiah Bond. And these guys got to win. You talked about Bond with some comments. We'll get that in a moment. But, um, uh, you know, his ability to throw the ball down the field deep and to have those big-time chunk plays. Appreciate it, Chris. Great, great comments there. And thank you for the score prediction. What, we, what else we got there, Noah?
0: I uh, got an app message from KJ talking about our uh, conversation we were having before the break. Uh, talking about Melrose and his comments. He says, I believe Melrose thrives off of negative energy. Also, I hope his comments will open up others to talk about Bill O'Brien because he did a lot of toxic work inside the locker room at Alabama from the players I talked to. Uh, Just uh, some thoughts there from KJ. Hmm.
2: Yeah, I I mean, KJ apparently is is plugged in. And, again, we as media sometimes don't have the privy to – know all these things, but we as athletes do. I mean, as I said, sometimes I've always been this way since I've been in media and I did radio and covering the gamecock. So I understand different team sports and, you know, uh, a little different when you work for, for Learfield and different things like that. There's things you can't say, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't say a lot of things that I know anyway, just because I believe in always Christian, the sanctity of a locker room. And you, as well as I do, know what goes on, what's been said, what's been taught. We, we have people that think they know and think they got, you know, this source and that source. I always talk about that, but sources don't always know. Sources might have a referee. Sources might have somebody in the equipment room that tells them certain things. But inside that locker room, I still <laughs> believe that there is somewhat still, and I hope so, of a sanctity. I mean, that's a big deal. I think we've lost some of that. But when, you know, when you talk about players and coaches, I was just talking to a former Clemson player, my TV partner, Patrick Sapp, who's down at the game as we speak right now, Clemson in Kentucky. He's my partner in Greenville on Fox 46. Shout out to my peeps there. Um, You know, one of my other good friends at Clemson, the rival game, Terry Kennard, is in the Ring of Honor. You know, his son was playing as a walk-on at Clemson. Dabo ripped him up and said some things. And, you know... (laughs) There's always something going on. So I listened to Terry and I said, well, you know what? Let me call Patrick. Why? Because Patrick's out; his son's backup tight end on Clemson right now, Um, you know, to get a more general thing. So right. you know what I got? I got more of the truth. What happened on the field? What happened in that situation? But do I go post what that was? No. Right? I let people do what they need to do. I'm just saying that's similar to what we are dealing with in this situation. I mean... I bet players in that locker room already knew what Bill O'Brien Christian said to Jay Miro. and I promise you, most of them had his back and not Bill O'Brien, which is why he—that's what KJ saying—he was a problem in the locker room, and Coach Saban knew that.
0: I mean, it could be, but again, I mean, without anybody really being in there, no way to confirm that. We're, real quick, we didn't mention this, and this is big news: uh, Damani Jackson, former Southern Cal cornerback, who was a five-star recruit um a couple cycles ago has committed to Alabama via the transfer portal. You know, obviously Alabama's out there in Whoa. Los Angeles. That's right now. <clears throat> out there in Los Angeles or Pasadena, wherever they're at practicing doing all that good stuff. Southern Cal cornerback uh, who was in the transfer portal was out there. There's a clip of him, you know, at practice, you know, talking to coaches. Yeah, yeah. And uh long story short, boom, yeah. There there you go. So that's two former five star recruits now transferring uh to Alabama via the transfer Ooh. portal. LT Overton, the first one from A and M, defensive lineman, yeah. uh, and now Demonte Jackson, the USC cornerback. So I mean, some really good pickups in the portal so far for Alabama. Um, two, I think they have a two offensive. Two. Yeah, two for two. They have an offensive lineman. I think from A and a big offensive tackle uh, set the visit in January. So keep an eye on that. But just wanted to throw that out there real quick.
2: Well, uh, but you know, Nick, you know his his <coughs> is when it comes to the portal to get players that they feel like they need right away. And, and the secondary, you're going to lose probably Terry on Arnold. You're going to lose Klay McKinstry, right? So they got some five star, four star players there that are going to be able to play. Um, so it's not like you're going to walk on, walk in there and just take a job. You not have to earn it. Um, so, but he goes after that position of need when it comes to the party, just not signing a bunch of guys, but I love how he, um, approaches that. Now, again, if I wanted to be honest and say, I don't know much about the recruiting and the five star, but all I can tell you what I do know is Southern Care's defense was trash. Mm. <laughs> that's That I'm gonna say. That, hey, look, so but he I he think be a reflection it. of the coaches and the, what they played than the athlete. Because when I watched Southern Care, which was many times, they couldn't <laughs> stop me from running around. That's all I'm just saying. That's just. This guy's gonna be a bad. dog.
0: Trust me. You put you
2: put you put talent okay. like that in the
0: Alabama defense. I, I, he's gonna flourish. So right? you
2: said it's more about the defense. Uh, who was
0: running the defense than the, the individuals? Yeah, or the ten other okay. guys. I mean, there's eleven guys on the field at one time. But real quick, Tia uh, uh, tweeted us, and I I, I knew people would hear what I'll say. And she said, um, if a coach told you, Christian, you should change your position because you're too small to play edge. That's way different than uh, you. Sh- you should play fullback <laughs> because you can't read gaps and know when you're uh, when to hold your block and attack mm-hmm. your IQ. Well, Tia, I appreciate you uh, commenting on that. Like I said, and I, I said that twice, but I'll say it again, totally different situation. It wasn't because I was too small. Again, I was going into my senior year. I'd already put on the weight and did all that. This was because we had a lack of depth at the inside linebacker position. We had a lot of guys in the outside linebacker uh, room, and I was the, the most versatile one. Uh, so they thought that it would be wise for me to learn the inside linebacker position just for safety reasons. So, again, like I said, that totally different Situation, however, my counter to you will be, not, and I can understand why somebody would completely take it. Just like with, with Lamar and all these other guys, it does uh, come off very disrespectful, hundred percent. I totally get that. However, I mean, I've seen, I've seen guys that come in as middle linebackers who, and I'm not being funny, but they genuinely, I, I'm not. I don't I, I, let, let me phrase this the right way. They, they, calling the defense and understanding the defense, they have a hard time grasping that. And they actually do get moved to outside <laughs> linebacker because of that. And it's not like the coach is trying to sit there and say like, "Oh, you're not smart." It's just you have to have a certain level of awareness, intelligence. And I, it sounds awful for me to say like that, but it's true though. Like, because you're the commander on the defense, and and unfortunately, there's some guys that it's, it's really hard for them to do that. And so they, I've seen those guys get moved to outside linebacker. And it's not like the coach is being mean or disrespectful. It's just they're a better fit at outside linebacker because there's less for them to think about. There's less for yeah, them to process.
2: Saying, you dumb. You can't call plays. No, but no, you but am, am, like am, am, I,
0: am I, am I wrong though? You, you know, dang well, I'm, I'm right in that. So anyway. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So T, I, I would, I would argue that there, there are situations where technically a guy, even with that being said to you, you're right. It is totally different. It does feel like when a, a quarterback, especially, athletic quarterbacks based who are, on are why not I, right. I, it based it on why like I
2: went back and said the history of this position. that's That was helping to support my argument. That's all I was saying.
0: And that's fair. I just I just also, look, I'm this type of person, I like looking at all different perspectives and angles. I think there were some fans that doubted Jalen mirro <clears throat> had nothing to do with the skin color, skin color. I'm sure there probably were some, just like there's some people for everything. However you can't argue that I think if they don't really watch football as much as me, you, Tia, I know you watch a lot of football, if they only saw him against Texas A&M and they look at surface-level things, they just look at the turnovers, it's so easy for them to say, oh, he can't play quarterback. It might have nothing to do about his skill set or you know what he looks like. They might have just saw that one game and then they or they see the numbers on the stat sheet. What they fail to realize is most of those turnovers was he just wasn't holding the football with a firm grip in the pocket and was getting strip-sacked. Right. Yeah, he had some throws that weren't the best throws. But other than that, it really wasn't the worst game. We talked about that. Anyway, we could dive. I mean, that's a whole rabbit hole to go down there. But I just wanted to kind of put a bow on all that. Look, I'm just happy that he's proven all these doubters wrong. The link thing that they came up with fits him and Terry on all these guys perfectly because those are two guys that Terry on was even doubted a little bit. A little overshadowed at times. And now he's earning his... Uh, earning all his respect and honor, so that's great. But anyway, Woo! I'm just glad to see these guys rolling. I hope they continue to roll, especially when they face Michigan coming up because it's a big one. It's the granddaddy of them all. It's the Rose Bowl. We're going to take a quick time out, <clears throat> Then we're going to get back to the phone lines because we see everybody lining up. We didn't forget about you. Before we do that, I want to remind you about our partners over at Buffalo's Cafe in Midtown Village. If you're looking for that great restaurant experience, you want to enjoy some nice burgers, tacos, wings, fajita bowls, rice bowls, you name it. Head on over to Buffalo's Cafe. Those weekday lunch specials, nine ninety nine. That includes a beverage. Go check them out right now for lunch. You can always go hang out, watch games there, sit at the bar, bring your family. It's a great atmosphere. Again, great food, great people, and a great time. Again, that's Buffalo's Cafe right there in Midtown Village in Tuscaloosa. So go check them out now. Again, that's Buffalo's Cafe. Quick timeout. Then we're coming back, taking your calls. Give our last preview and breakdown of this football game. And we're going to roll up out of here. You're listening to the Miller's Edge on Tide, 100.9, 1230 AM WTBC. Presented by the Good Feast Store America's Arts for Experts. We'll be right back after a quick timeout. This is Miller's Edge on Tide 100.9.
2: Miller's Edge on the Prediction Friday. Tiger getting ready to take on Michigan and the Rose Bowl, Washington and Texas. Just in case you're wondering what's happening in the Gator Bowl, Tax Gator Bowl, Kentucky. At the end of one, leads the Clemson Tigers 7-3 to as that game is getting ready to head into the second quarter. We're taking your score predictions, getting your thoughts, your keys. And if you're interested to talk about what Miro said, feel free yeah, wherever you want to go. Let's go to the phone lines. And Ellis, you lead us off on the phone lines today. Hope you're doing well, my friend. Welcome in.
1: Forty-two to twenty-eight is going to be my score. Woo!
2: dang! That, that's called a beat down. Yes, yeah. I'm on. We're going to I'm with Ellis, mm.
1: and I believe in my quarterback. I'm not one, of them, on. didn't,
2: I, I one of them that disbelieve. I didn't. I ain't one of them that disbelieve in it. You always been, you been, been on the train with me. In. You might have yes, been my I'm co-pilot. On the train with you you, you you're my co pilot
0: on day one. Where's Joseph at? <laughs> I haven't heard from him in a while, right? <laughs> <laughs> you won't hear from him. Coming. I know. Uh, he said we wouldn't win a championship with Milro. We did that a couple weeks ago. We beat number one team in Georgia. Did that. We're playing in the college football mm. playoffs, about to do that. Mm. Hopefully, about to be playing for a national championship. So, uh, I hope so. Oh, Joseph's gonna be sick if we're in Houston, uh, or one well, I think he would
2: probably be very happy if he's in
0: Houston for sure. No, he would be happy, but I would say it. it, it dang, he would have been wrong on all it, his predictions.
1: The, the receipt your dad's got, his, uh, Joseph's, is right on top. His is the number one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's on
2: top of the stuff. Oh, God. Well, it's a little bit of two finger push, you know what I mean? <laughs> Oh, uh, get off the oh, link train. Geez. We call this. Hey, this is what I need to, do to get that mirror and those guys now to, for the natty. If they win, which we expect them to, Ellis, we're gonna do a link train shirt. Link train. I'm going. I'll get one of them, and I'm
1: fixing to order one of them that uh, that
2: they put out. I want one of. Yeah. Them, so I'm, I'm getting the I'm getting the, the number four. You know, let's ride. Um, number four link. Uh, Shirt that I got coming, so I I was a little hesitant because I didn't wear numbers on the back, but I'm 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 all in. Oh, I'm (laughs) all in. All aboard! All aboard! (laughs) All (laughs) aboard! Let's go!
0: (laughs) Love it!
1: Oh man! Hey, y'all see the picture I put on
2: uh, X this morning? I did. Cause well, I'm following you, brother. I'm on your train. I follow you on the X train. I know that sounds weird, but I'm on. I follow you on the X train. <laughs> that's a that's a good looking hat, ain't it? Yeah, you get that at? I don't know where I got that at.
1: I got down there in Tuscaloosa
2: somewhere. Really? Yeah, the one I put the one I put on this morning. Well, I know you got that Miller's Edge hat. That one looks good. But that's yeah. four- oh, I'm four- one I'm four three one.
1: Yeah, I've got a buddy of mine that does uh uh what do you call them, engraving with uh one of those uh machines. Yeah. Embroidery. Yeah, well no, this is like uh it's a laser engraving.
0: Oh wow.
1: Yeah, it don't even touch it. You just put it up there and it you put you uh, put the program in what you want and it'll make it.
2: Hmm, that's a nice thing. I wonder what we gotta figure out, Ellis, what that four three one is. Is that not a highway four thirty one or anything like that? Yeah, it goes through Auburn down there where the bugs are. <laughs> <laughs> does that does, we, we may not want that one then if it's going through Bug Nation? Yeah, fourth, fourth and thirty one. Yep. Ah, you didn't know that.
0: Thirty.
2: Now I get it. Now I say I'm dumb. I'm calling myself dumb. I don't need no coaster card telling me I'm dumb. I can't <laughs> uh, So four now four three one. Now. So that's what I was saying. I didn't know what that meant. I just grabbed that. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it is. It it is. Uh
1: they got stickers out too now. Vinyl stickers that says that, it's got the Ford and it's got the scripted aid and it's got uh thirty one.
2: Nice. Yeah, see. So, I would, I would have got it had it had like a semicolon or something in there. But now I'm like, okay, 4, four and thirty one. Or and sign, I yeah. guess. But um that's pretty sweet. I like that. Chris, you need to go
0: find me one of those. I'll look for it. Ellis, you got any big plans for the game? I, I'm
1: gonna uh I had the lady that I cleaned for yesterday give me a mess of uh crab legs, so I think I'm gonna have some crab legs.
0: There you go. Can't be Ooh. that, man. Well, you enjoy it. 228 eating some crab legs. That's pretty good. <laughs> you, Ellis, you enjoy that, man. Have a great time watching the game and uh, look forward to talking to you. Come, I guess, would be Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday
1: when we talk about Alabama going to the
0: national championship. Well,
2: That's right, if I, if we, If win we win and I get an RV to drive, drive me. I'm going to drive to Tuscaloosa. All aboard, I'm going to pick you up. We're going to the natty, Ellis. I try. All aboard. All aboard. Tied. All tide. Woo! Let's go, baby. There you go. That's my man. That's my man Ellis right there. But
0: oh, man. I love Ellis
2: following is, him. He Ellis has some good pictures. No,
0: he's X. great. Let's, let's go, go to Marty. Let's go, you go to Arkansas. You,
2: you, know Arkansas, Arkansas, uh, Arkansas well, you know they call Arkansas? Arkansas Christian? Uh,
0: Sure. If that's how
2: you want to pronounce well, it. Oh, let's go to Marty from Arkansas, Arkansas. Welcome in, sir.
1: How you doing, mm? That, oh, guys. I hope you doing well. Hey, I'm doing well. The is going to be 35-14 Alabama. Dang. Stop.
2: Yes, sir,
1: yes, sir. 35-14. This, this is why. Michigan's been there twice and played a better team, and they've gotten beat. The Big Ten still plays 1950 football. Mm. I don't care what you say. They still run. Like, you watch that Penn State game with me and... Uh Butch Jones and his defensive coordinator watched that game last night, and he broke down the Alabama stuff for me. He says, "Look, they ran the football, ran the football. Alabama will stop that run, put them in second and eight, mm-hmm. second and ten, and mm-hmm. that quarterback won't throw an interception." And Butch mm-hmm. Jones broke down for me. So I mean, there's where there's where it don't the Big Ten. I mean, you watch that they 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 play like Iowa. How I many you know? Like the Hawkeyes. I mean, they didn't throw a lot of... They, they run the football. It just... They throw it a little bit, but they still play 1950 football. And it's going to be... I'm so with you. you no.
2: Know. I'm <laughs> so with you. I mean, like, can you tell me when the last time Alabama lost to a Big Ten team?
1: Uh, when when uh, Michigan beat them with... And that's what I told my buddies yesterday that we had their Michigan shirts in is Tom Brady's not coming through that door when they beat Gene Stallings in that game.
2: Mm. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm with you, Marty. I just, you know, it's kind of um, lethargic when you watch his offense. I mean, you know, the two backs, uh, Quorum and Seven, I'm maybe Charles. Well, no, you know
1: what? Look at the look look at look at the other half of who they played on that other half. Look at the other half of the Big Ten. Northwestern, Iowa, Minnesota, Nebraska, yeah. Ham- Never gonna get back to where yeah, they were. I mean, no nice I mean, wins. I
2: mean
1: Penn State they, and Ohio State. I mean, the best wins. I'm not. I'm not taking a 12 and 0 against anybody because you play Bodunk highs and and right. stuff, and you beat them. That's all right. But that's the same way as the ACC. ACC just a bunch of Bodunk hides. Cleansing Clemson, Clemson I love that it, but that's it. But it's no, gonna be no. 35 14 and get your get your train ticket ready.
2: Because, I got hey, it. The Lake Train. Are you, are you on the Lake Train, Marty? Can I swing through Arkansas on my way to Houston? Hey, I know it's there hey, in Texas hey, the Texas border. If, if we win, if we win, I got a friend that's giving me a ticket, and we're
1: going to take the Amtrak from from Walnut Ridge down to down to Houston. He, uh, already, we already, yep, Hey, we're already there, and everybody. You know what? It's just not memorable. How many people doubted this team? Two hundred and sixty-five days ago, after the spring game,
2: there was you know, a lot. And, 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 you know, there's you know, not just a even, media; even national David media, David said, media too.
1: And even Nick yeah. Saban said, "said I don't think this team might be able to win a championship." But it came mm-hmm. together. He put it out there, and we knew this team was young; time to grow. <laughs> hey. Yeah. He got the number one recruiting class for twenty twenty five, and if you weren't gonna beat Alabama this year, you ain't gonna beat them next year and next year. So it's it's Ooh. over with the next three years.
2: That's Boy, right. you got me. You got me want the shot, but I feel like I'm listening to a Pentecostal <laughs> preacher and anointing yeah, going in the uh, church. Uh,
1: <laughs> everyone says I wear my glasses. I got to defend Alabama in this Arkansas thing, and now I got to defend them over at the the Hospital every afternoon because I got a lot of Michigan fans and they uh, all don't worry about it. Yeah, a roll tide. To they wanna watch they, they wanna watch the game of me. I said, Well y'all better bring a bunch of wings and Because and, and that's the only thing y'all gonna be having a party about. The game's gonna be over <laughs> with by halftime. <laughs> all right. hey y'all have a good day. I yes, I sir. really enjoyed the bless show. You.
2: Thank you so much, yeah, Marty. Thank you, Marty. We
0: appreciate
2: you calling. God bless you, my friend. We appreciate you. I'm, I'm with them. I'm about with the Big Ten and the schedule that Michigan played. I'm with them about the ACC, how trash they are. I'm with them. And what's going to happen in this game, I like Marty. I like our calls. I like all of you, to be honest with you. I, I do. I love our show. That's why we can be real and they know who we are. And, and that's why I, I, I appreciate you because, you know. Because that's what family does. Families have tough conversations. Families have real conversations. But it has nothing to do with the love for one another. We just talk about what it is. So, uh, you know, we're all at the end of the day. We roll ties. That's one thing we got. That's right. Roll tides.
0: So, so, so that's all g- the give me, give me your score prediction before we get run out of time. <laughs> all right, here's what quick, I got. Quick little keys if you, if you I got. I got a
2: little 31 to 17. Mm. I think Bam going to get up, and I think Bama's is going to get a comfortable lead, and I think it's going to be running the football. And, uh, you know, punting, with Nick Saban says punting is not a bad thing, if they have to punt, sometimes they'll do it because the defense of Alabama will shut down the run game and make them become one-dimensional. Chris Braswell, Dallas Turner, and those guys up front are going to go eat. That's right. They're getting ready to eat. And therefore, everybody's listening. Get on board the Lang train. Come on, hop on the lane train. People are in the world. The Lang Train. We're getting ready to crank it up. Cole is ready. And let's go to Houston, Texas. Everything is big in Texas It's going to be even bigger when
0: the tide comes rolling in. I like it. I'm going to go 34-24, I definitely think. Alabama's going to do a nice job stopping the run. I think... Uh, Marty had a great point about setting up those third down situations and we all know how that goes you know it's time to let those dogs hunt right and Chris Braswell Dallas to you named my I think those guys are going to hunt Michigan's tackles have been struggling so that's definitely going to be a, a matchup to watch and I, I expect us to make some explosive plays in this game going to first establish our running game which I think we will do that Jason McClellan is looking a little a little bit more healthy so he should be good to go but I think Jalen Milrow is going to have a big game I think he's going to be able to make some plays with his legs but also find Burton and Bond uh, for some nice explosive plays. Overall, again, I'm going 34-24. I think it's going to be a good matchup. I think red zone efficiency is going to be huge in this game, so definitely watch out for that. And then, obviously, stopping Michigan's running game, I think that will take care of the rest. But guess what?
2: We're not going to chat again with you two. It's 2024, guys. I won't talk to you until 2024. That being said, it's a new year. It's a new season. It's a new day. Fresh and is coming your way. And a lot of fresh is coming too with this show. We thank you. We love you. We, we appreciate you from the bottom of our hearts uh, for listening and all of your support from all our sponsors to the people just at home on the app. Thank you so much to Noah Haynes, to Justin Jones. I pray that y'all have a great, great new year, and understand it's a new season, it's a new day. What happened yesterday is in the past, but what God got for you lies in front. So let's look forward to see what God has for us in the 2024. For Christian Miller, for the Pastor Pain, this is the Millers' Edge. We're going to tie at 100.9, twelve thirty AMW TBC. That being said, big news sports is next. God bless you. Have a safe and have a blessed 2024. See you then.
0: You've been listening to the Miller's Edge, tackling sports
1: daily.